All right, guys. Today, something a little different. Let me just talk a little bit about life. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna riff, and I hope you enjoy it. So, here's what people don't understand in 2023. People don't understand that life is hard. Life is not supposed to be easy. You're not supposed to go and sedate yourself and, uh, you know, everything will be fine. You know, basically, that's like taking illicit substances, right? So you're like, you know, uh, you go about your day, you go to work, working your crappy nine to five, uh, you, you, uh, you know, jerk off to some spicy content, you, uh, you know, you, you talk to your girlfriend you don't even like, you have friends you don't even respect, and like that is the way to live the life of a trash panda, right? You're never going to have a happy life living like that. So you, what you need to do is you need to live for you. So Bruno Tomasi talks about this thing called the mental point of origin. So what that means is every day you are thinking about yourself. What should I do for me? And then after that, once you've helped yourself, then you can help others. Now, how do you help yourself? Well, you help yourself in a variety of ways, right? So there are many aspects to life, right? There's social, there's, there's money, um, there's um, physical, and there's charisma, right? And you need to work on all of these. And I'll, also, I would say you need to build your wisdom and your, your knowledge base. Um, so how do, you, how do you do these? So the first one, let's talk about um, building, let's talk about building your body first, okay? So how do you build your body? So in order to build your body, you need to put yourself under strain, right? You have to do um, this, this thing uh, where it's called progressive overload, right? So you go to the gym, let's say you have a gym membership, although I wouldn't personally recommend the gym, I would actually recommend going to a martial arts dojo because you're you're simultaneously um you're simultaneously learning a useful skill in life which is learning how to fight while also training yourself right and increasing your cardio and everything it's it's all of the all of the good things but anyway uh and what kind of martial art well um how about uh boxing that's good muay thai uh you could do kickboxing uh you could do greco-roman wrestling um I don't know about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah, uh, I guess you could also do rugby if you wanted. Um, any of these. And the point is, um, you need to train three to four times a week at minimum, right? Now, in addition to that, what you need to do, in addition to, to training three to four times a week, you need to sleep properly. So you need to get, let's say, eight hours of sleep a night. Uh, you need to be eating properly. So this is literally just a calculator you can go on, uh, a calculator online to figure out how many calories you need to maintain your, uh, how many calories you need to maintain your uh, um, body weight. And if you're trying to gain muscle, you eat 500 calories above that. And if you need to lose weight, you eat 500 calories below that. Although what I've found for myself to lose weight, um, I actually prefer doing intermittent fasting, 
which means, um, let's say, for example, I need to lose 10 pounds. Uh, I'll just eat one meal, one meal a day, right? And um, if you eat just one meal a day, uh, you're going to lose weight basically no matter what you do because your body needs a certain amount of calories to maintain your body weight, right? And you're not going to be able to eat so many calories in one sitting, right? Because you're only going to eat in one sitting, right? So again, progressive overload and eating in a calorie surplus if you want to gain muscle and eating in a calorie deficit if you want to lose fat. Uh, the point is, and, and then people say, well, there's there's two processes, there's anabolic and there's catabolic, right? So anabolic is building yourself up and catabolic is breaking yourself down. So if you want to build yourself up, you have to eat in a calorie surplus and train. But then people say, well, won't I gain fat if I do that? Uh, if you're, And of course you will, you will gain fat. But the point is, once you've gained the muscle and the fat together, because that's how it works, uh, then you're going to go catabolic and you're going to keep training um, and your body will maintain the muscle because it knows you need it and you'll lose the fat. That's the point. Um, and you basically, it's like the stock market. You know how the stock market goes up over time, but there's dips and valleys. So the point is, uh, there's peaks and valleys, I mean. So you go up in weight, then you go down in weight a little bit, then you go up in weight a bit more, then you go down in weight, then you go up in weight a bit more, then you go down in weight. And basically what you're doing through this process of going up like a, like a stock market curve uh, is you'll gain muscle while not really gaining that much fat. And then at a certain point when, you've, when you're happy with the amount of muscle you gained, then you can lose weight down to your ideal body weight, right? And then you'll be your ideal body weight plus uh, the, the muscle uh, that, you, that you wanted. Uh, yeah, so I've already recommended the, the martial arts. Um, cool. So that's, that's how you build up your body, okay? And it requires discipline. You can't just, you know, you can't just walk around and, and get a body like that, that's superior to most people where you can do stuff that most people can't. You can't just do that. It requires consistent long-term effort. Okay. Now the next. So the next, um, I'm going to talk about making some money. So if you want to make $200,000 a year, there are a few avenues and they're not, they're not easy, right? None of them are easy. So one avenue is to become a high-skilled professional. So, for example, you go to university, you get your engineering degree, and you become, like, a senior engineer. That will pay you, like, let's say $150,000, for example, a year. It's not bad. Um, or you could become a doctor, a lawyer, uh, a pharmacist, some kind of job like this. And these also have uh, quite high pay. Again, all of these require university degrees. These are not easy to get. The The programs, to enter into these programs is competitive. To do well in these programs is competitive. To do well on the exams, well enough to enter into medical school, pharmacy school, whatever, is competitive. It's all hard and requires consistent long-term effort. It's not something that you just get for free. Um, the other way is to get, you know, let's say a regular job, quote unquote, I mean, uh, what I recommend is that you get a university degree and you get one of these good jobs, but um, maybe you don't feel like doing that and you want to work some kind of skilled trade. Uh, I mean, once you become a contractor, right, then you're making 200000 a year as well. So it, let's say let's say you become like a plumber or an electrician or a mechanic or whatever. Once you own your own shop, once you have your own business with a bunch of people working under you, once your body is, you know, breaking down because you've pushed it so hard for so many years doing the job you do, um, then, but again, getting this, um, getting this, uh, like, 
$200,000 without breaking your body is preferable to me. So that's why I recommend the university degree route. Um, but again, not just any university degree will do, right? It needs to be um, engineering. It needs to be uh, account- like accounting. So that would be um, a business degree, uh, but you have to get a specific business degree. Uh, pharmacist uh, basically means you have to go into biomedical sciences, right? In your undergrad. And then you have to, after that, take the the upper level courses, um, that sort of thing. And then once you've got this job, or, you know, uh, I guess in uh, the, Nor- the Nordic countries uh, or Canada, you can become a teacher. Uh, that, that also has a good salary, similar to an engineer. Um, yeah, and then you have to get tenure. You have to work there for 10 years. Um, now, if you're, that, that's, for, that's for teachers. But if you're, um, if you're working in the private industry, in the private sector, like let's say, uh, you know, you're an engineer or you're an accountant or whatever, you're going to want to change jobs for an increased salary every like two years. So make yourself, you know, useful at your job, um, you know, so make yourself useful so that people, um, so that you bring value and then take that value and go somewhere else to increase your salary is, uh, is the idea. Okay. And then once you have that job that pays, let's say a hundred thousand a year, then you have to have a side business. So, uh, for example, this YouTube channel is a side business. Uh, but again, if you're making a YouTube channel, it takes years and years and years to get um, to get good results. It's not just something you can do, right, in a day. It requires consistent, long-term effort. So the idea behind a business is this. You think about a problem, you monetize, and you, and you solve the problem and monetize it effectively. So Think about whatever it is that you're good at, something that you can provide, and try to provide it for for the masses, effectively, and try to get your extra money that way. Um, Again, expect to work three to five years on top of your job minimum to start making reasonable, decent money at your side job. So for example, my YouTube channel right now, it's not really making much money at all, Um, but it's 10 times bigger than when I started it, right? And that's the point. I have 100,000 views already after a year and a half. Now imagine in five years, that's the point. This is not something that is done instantly, right? So I'm working on that right now. So in addition to my regular job, I also have this as my side job, right? And that's what I recommend for you as well. So me personally, um, I already told you, I recommend doing a martial art. You got to do it regularly. I told you how to eat. And, and uh, you know, the, the sort of habits and that this is for money. Okay, now, next, uh, talking about, let's say, uh, learning a musical instrument. So why are these skills useful, right? Why would it be useful to learn how to play an instrument? Well, first of all, music is another language, right? So learning how to play an instrument gives you a window, another window into the universe, effectively, um, but also, it's it's very nice when you're stressed to de-stress yourself. Fun party trick. Um, but also, it just gives you access to a world that you never had access to before, right? Once you're able to play instruments. Um, so, I mean, the piano is very easy to pick up, but it's hard to master. Uh, you could you could uh, try studying something like the guitar. Um, you could do like a traditional instrument, you know, like a, like a band instrument, maybe a trumpet or a trombone or, you know, whatever it is that, that suits your fancy, clarinet, flute, whatever, up to you, you decide. And uh, start with the basics, start just learning how to play notes and then, and then uh, you know, learn from there. 
Uh, again, it'll give you access to a world that you never never had access to before. So that's musical instruments. Um, some people, like if if you're young, let's say you're 16 years old listening to this, uh, then I would recommend being on the sports teams in your school, right? So some kind of sport, it doesn't really matter. Basketball, uh, football, uh, American football, um, rugby, uh, whatever it is, right? You need that camaraderie that comes with being in a group of men and stick with the strong ones. Okay, now let's talk about cultivating your friendships. So in general, my recommendation is only associate, only associate with people who provide you with value, right? People who you can learn from, people who are better than you in some way, because you need to learn from them. You need to be with men that keep you accountable, people that encourage you, inspire you to work hard, to get stronger, to get fitter, to to work on yourself, to, to be better than the average. You are a sum of the five closest people that you talk to. Why would you associate yourself with people that are losers, with people that have not achieved anything, with people that, are, that don't work hard, with people that don't try to be better? You will shoot yourself in the foot, literally, by doing that. So, oh, uh, did I talk about how to, how to get girls yet? Okay. All right, now on to the girls part. So, uh, as I said, uh, I recommend that men get an encounter 50 plus, but how do you do that? Well, there's multiple ways, but here's, um, here's my way, the, the way that I used. So, um, th- th- there's, there's a bunch of steps to do it. So first of all, you've got to understand women's nature. Women are hyper- hypergamous and solipsistic, okay? These are the two things that you need to understand. So hypergamy means that women are attracted to men that are superior to them in every way, every single way you can imagine, okay, so taller, stronger, fitter, smarter, more friends, better friends, better job, better family, better connected, better than her in every way, those are the men that women are attracted to, now if you think about it, in 2023, most women are, not most, but a lot of women have jobs, you know, they they, they work in uh, businesses, or, you know, they, they work male jobs, right? Like they're, you know, accountants, the programmers, they, you know, uh, they, they work in um, various industries, right? Nurses, etc. So if a girl is like that, she's going to want you to make more than her, to make more money than her. But also you're going to, she's going to want you to be taller than her, to be stronger than her, to be fitter than her, to be more life experienced than her, etc. More charismatic than her. So that's hypergamy, okay? And the second one is women are solipsistic. So when I say they're solipsistic, I mean they have a lot of trouble seeing things from people's perspective other than their own. So they're going to assume that everything is like the way they see it. Um, Everyone acts the way they act. Everyone thinks the way they think. So because of that, uh, one of the best ways to to get a girl, to, to seduce a woman, is actually to just reflect back what she's saying back at her. And she'll think you're a great communicator, right? And she'll think you're a great communicator because you are just telling her what she wants to hear, which is what she hears inside her own mind anyway, 
right? So that's, um, that's the idea. Okay, so I theoretically said about women's nature, hypergamy and solipsism. Now, how do you actually go about getting a girl on a date, sleeping with her, etc.? Because obviously that's what you guys care about. So, um, well, here's how you do it. So, my recommendation, you could use Tinder if you're already very attractive as a man. Uh, just put some nice pictures on there. Uh, they don't even need to be super professional, honestly. They just need to be good lighting. And uh, taken of yourself you know, from, from a good angle and in multiple different uh, scenarios, right? So at this point, you're already doing martial arts. You can have a picture of you doing martial arts. You can have a picture of you doing, you know, playing an instrument. You can have a picture of you with your friends. You can have a picture of you, you know, in a suit. You see what I'm saying? You have in multiple environments. You hiking somewhere, you you get what I'm saying. So you have multiple pictures like this and they all look nice and you're smiling and happy and all of that. And if you're top 5%, then girls will match with you. If not, then you're going to have to use the other method. So, here is uh, what I call warm approach, which is what I used to maybe get an end count of thirty. Uh, I have I have a bit I have a bit more than that, but this is how I you know how I got thirty girls. So it's a method that works, and you can try it. Um, so I would just go to the mall, and uh, I would have a book. And I'd be really, uh, sitting there in the food court, for example, you know, with some food, reading my book. And while, while you're doing that, girls will just come and sit nearby you, right? Now, here's a surprising idea. Girls do not, if, if they're not interested in you, they're invisible. You'll never see them. The girls who sit closest to you in the mall when you're doing this, they're actually interested in you. They actually want you to talk to them. So here's what you can do if you're, if you're not sure. You can just look at them. Just look them in the eye. If they have trouble holding your gaze, if they look down and away, or if they look down away and then back at you, they want you to talk to them. That's, that's, the, that's the invitation. So you can literally walk up to them and say, oh, uh, don't look so excited, you know, like, because usually they'll look bored. Make some kind of joke. Ask them if you can sit and then just start talking. Have a regular old conversation. It can be about anything. You know? And, you know, you can you can say, Oh, yeah, I'm meeting my friends in a few minutes. I gotta go soon. But, you know, how's it going? And just talk. Talk 10, 15 minutes. Get a phone number. And my, my uh, what I would do when I got their phone number is I, was always, I would always pass them the phone with the contacts page open. And I'd just say, add yourself. If they're interested, they'll add themselves. If they're not interested, they'll make some kind of excuse. And you can say, all right, and then take your phone and walk. Once you have their phone number, you're going to message them two days later. Uh, and you're going to message them to meet up within two days of when you message them. Okay, so let's say you meet the girl Saturday. You message her Monday to meet you on Wednesday. Okay, and the first date is going to be and you don't say it's a date, okay? You're just like, let's meet up for coffee at X place at X time. Or uh, let's, um, let's go to the mall and take a walk at X, at X mall at X time, for example. And she'll say yes or she'll say no. If she says yes, great. So that first date is going to be uh, an hour, just an hour. And you're just going to let her talk and you're going to keep reflecting what she says back at her. 
you're going to reflect her mood back at her. So, you know, let's say she starts talking about how, you know, she she went on this trip and, uh, you know, she really liked it and la la la. Oh, that sounds like a great time. You know, like, like just get them to say more and talk more and expand more. And she might ask you back and you want to be directing the conversation and not talking as much as her. Once the hour has passed, you're going to excuse yourself. You're going to say, I had a great time, but it's time for me to go. Um, I'm, I have X, Y, Z to do. And you're just going to walk. Then, uh, yeah, you can, you can uh, message her after the date and say, I had a great time. How would you like to meet? And again, ask her to meet two days later again. And once you ask her to meet two days later again, this time you're going to invite her to your place. So usually the excuse that I like to use is, um, you know, uh, that I'll cook her something. I I like to cook, so, um, you know, I'll cook her something. And, uh, you know, so they come over for the plausible deniability of cooking them something. And then, you know, you, you, you cook them something nice, you're watching something on your, you know, Netflix or whatever, and then you're going to make your move. And at this point, because she agreed to be on the date with you and she agreed to come to your place, you can be pretty certain that she wants to have bedroom fun. So you're going to have bedroom fun with her. Okay, after that, uh, you're going to ask her to meet again three days later from this time that you had bedroom fun. And do the same thing again. So invite her to your place for some plausibly deniable reason. Maybe you're going to play a board game. Maybe you're going to play some music for her. Maybe you're going to... It it doesn't really matter. Whatever it is. And then uh, you're going to have bedroom fun a second time. Now after this, you are going to message her every week to meet up. And there you go. Now you have a friends with benefits. And then you can keep doing this with, with three girls. So you have three friends with benefits at the same time. And then whenever one of these girls drops, you just get a new girl. And this is how this is your method for getting multiple friends with benefits. And you'll get an end count of 50 in no time. You'll get an end count of 50 in like what? Probably two years, three years, whatever. Something like that. All right. So that's that's the method. Okay. So we talked about money. We talked about uh, how to get a nice job. We talked about how to get a nice body. Learning a musical instrument. How to get girls. Okay. Uh, improving your charisma in order to to be better at talking to people. Uh, How would you do that? Well, you would do that by just talking to them, right? A lot of guys, they have social anxiety or they have low social skills. And the reason they have low social skills is because they don't really practice. They don't really talk to anyone. They have jobs where you don't really talk to people and uh, they, they do stuff where you don't really talk to people. And because they don't really talk to people, uh, they don't have the good social practice, social graces to be to be successful. Um, so you need to practice. So here's my recommendation. You can go to the mall, again, and just go into stores and talk to the people working there. That's step one. It's And, and you can talk about anything. First, you can talk about, you know, what, what they normally do. So let's say you go into the some clothing store. You know, when you're asking the, the person who's working retail there, oh, how are these pants? How are these shirts? Whatever. And then you can just transition. How's your day been so far? I've, I've heard that it, it's a, has it been a busy day? You know, now you're having a small talk conversation. And literally, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And after you've had 10, 15, 20 of these conversations, you can move on to the next one where you get a bit more personal um, because you're going to transition this into actually getting a girl's phone number, right? 
So that's the idea. It's it's really not that complicated. Uh, but it, ta- it takes practice and it takes courage, right? Because a lot of men are afraid of rejection. And uh, it's not surprising because, again, uh, men are born with no value. So a lot of men, they they don't have, like, because they don't have this value, uh, they're afraid of being, um... okay, it's, it's more complicated than this. Basically, it comes from evolutionary history, right? So the idea is, uh, men that were too, that overstepped their bounds too much, they got kicked out of the tribe or killed or whatever for, for talking to the wrong girl. So step one is to become strong so that you then don't get kicked out of the tribe, right? Uh, so that you have the, the strength to be able to talk to whoever you want without fear of uh, recourse, uh, right? So that's the, that's the idea there. Okay, uh, so we talked about a lot of stuff today. And again, guys... The ability to achieve these things, the ability to achieve these things is, it's doable. It just takes consistent long-term effort. And because it takes consistent long-term effort, you can't just do it, right? It, it requires like, like a willpower training, right? And willpower training, uh, again, once you've trained your brain, training your brain changes the way your brain is physically and allows you to discipline yourself to be able to do the great things that you want to do. So keep that in mind, guys. Yeah, uh, again, it's very possible, it's very doable, but it's not doable in a day. It's not doable in a week. It's not doable in a month. It's not doable in a year. It takes even longer than that. So just keep that in mind. Okay, guys, we're going to end the video there. Let me know in the comments if you enjoyed this kind of video. I did my best to do something a little bit different, okay? So um, again, if you if you like the content, if you're new to the channel, uh, give me a sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, you can go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. You could also drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M, shout out to them. Link is in the description. Take care of yourselves, guys, and I will see you next time.